What's happening, everyone? This is a UFC 293 preview show presented by me, Uncle Phil. Um, Sydney, Australia. Right? <laughs> Let me make sure I'm getting this right. Um, Kudos Bank Arena. It is in, yep, Sydney Olympic Park, Australia. Featured bout of the night, Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. And then we got the, well, you know me, I only do the main card until I get more time to do more research on the entire card, which I need to start doing now because there's people on this card that I truly don't know. Um, Like I said, Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland, Ty Tuivasa and Alexander Volkov. I don't know who Menel Cape or Felipe Dos Santos is. Uh, Justin Taffo, I don't know who Austin Lane is. Obviously, these are more fighters from the Oceana area. So that's way out into the weeds of MMA if you're really looking into it. And then Tyson Pedro versus Anton Turkolch. Turkolch? T-U-R-K-L-J? Never heard of him either. But... For the sake of the show, we're going to look up their records and see what's going on. So we're going to start with Tyson Pedro and um, Anton Turkos. So Tyson Pedro, he's a UFC veteran. I've seen him fight plenty of times before. Nothing to wow. He has some power. He has the traditional... um, Islander tattoo uh, without trying to disrespect I don't know what the actual tattoo name is or the style but him he has one like Tai Tuivasa oh brother-in-law to UFC heavyweight Tai Tuivasa that's (laughs) that makes sense um but he's a middle-of-the-road fighter uh he's been doing okay since he got into the UFC but I think he's 50 percent let's see one, two, three, four, five wins. One, two, three. yeah. Four losses. His losses coming from Elira Latifi, Ovin St. Prue, Shogun Hua, and Modestus Bukaskis. Now, those are all legends that he's lost to, except for Elira Latifi. But Elira got some power. So he could have either just got caught or, um, well, looks like he got decisioned here. So he might have just downplayed him and didn't take him serious. Now that when you're in a professional league and you don't take the person seriously, you can lose. Um, Ask George St. Pierre when he fought Matt Sarah. On paper, Matt Sarah had no chance to win. Not discounting his jujitsu. Not discounting who he is or who he became because we know Matt Sarah is a legend. But if you were to just write down those two names, you would have went George St. Pierre because that's a more recognizable name. Didn't take him serious, and he got TKO'd. And that's sometimes what happens to those unknown fighters like Elir Latifi because he beat Cleo Roundtree and Paul Craig before that, two pretty good up-and-coming fighters. And then he loses to Alir Latifi, in which I don't think Alir Latifi has done much in his career since then. Let me see. 
while I look it up. Heavyweights, light heavyweights. This is a big card. Oh, Kai Carl Franz was supposed to fight here, but I guess he had to drop out. I'm not sure what happened to him. Let's see, Alir Latifi's career. Yeah, he beat Tyson Piedro, beat Ovin St. Brood, and then lost to Corey Anderson, Volkan Ozdemir, Derek Lewis, which is not which is respectable. All those are great fighters. Rodrigo Nascimento beat Alec, Alexi Olenek and Tanner Bozer. So, middle of the road again, but he's had five losses to two wins in his past seven fights. So, it's just one of those guys, man. If you're not careful, you can, you can get beat. Oh, and it looks like Anton... Might be on his last limbs here. He's lost his last two fights. Jelton Almeida and Vitor Petrino. Um, one in September of last year. Uh, a year to the date when he got signed in the UFC. And then uh, earlier on this year, March. So he doesn't have much history here. It looks like he was undefeated in his the other league that he was in, let's see, Brave Combat and Ryzen, no, FC4, RXF MMA, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So he was 8-0 before he went to the UFC, and since joining the UFC, is he's 0-2. So I wouldn't say this is an easy pick to make because if you just look at the records, 8-2, and 9-4, and you'd be like, oh, well... Anton sounds like he should be the better fighter. He's only had two losses. When you hear that and you see that those two losses came right in a row, the most recent losses, uh, kind of think about it's like, well, is he recovered from those losses? And I'm not necessarily saying because he didn't get knocked out. He got rear naked choke and uh, unanimous decision. After going 8-0, and to go 0-2 in the top um, organization for mixed martial arts, mentally as an athlete, that could be hard to get over, right? You're, you've been training for so long, so let's see. He started in 2018, so he was undefeated up until 2022, including on Dana White's Contender Series, right? So that's, what, four, five years almost, where you've just been winning and haven't been losing. And let's see. Oh, and he had an extensive amateur career, too. He only had three losses in his amateur career. And it looks like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, and three in his amateur career. So. He's won a lot. It just hasn't translated in the UFC yet. So, not saying this is an easy pick to make, but if history goes the way it goes, you would say Tyson Pedro will win this fight. I've never seen Anton fight, so he could surprise me. I don't know if he has power. I don't know if he has jiu-jitsu or if he's just a great mixed martial artist uh, overall, but... I'm going to have to go with Tyson Pedro on this one just for the fact that I know who he is. I know what he brings to the table. And, you know, he's basically finding his uh, backyard in Sydney, Australia. So let's see. We got Justin Taffa versus Austin Lane. Ooh, Austin Lane was in the NFL. Shout out. 
Oh, he was he was around the time I was playing football too, so that's pretty cool. Murray State. He was a defensive lineman, defensive end. So that's a big dude. This is definitely a heavyweight foul. <laughs> Oh, so this is a rematch. It just it says right here, Lane faced Justin Toffa on June twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Less than thirty seconds. There was an accidental eye poke. Okay, that makes sense. This fight makes sense. Let's see. Dana White contender series. Richard Jacoby. Um, he's had a pretty expensive amateur career, seeing as that he had just got out of football in, what does it say, 2014, yeah, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, fifteen fights professional or yeah, professionally, fifteen fights. That's pretty good. He went right to it. Right when he started. Uh he did lose to Greg Hardy in the contender series in twenty eighteen. So he's had to fight his way back into the contender series. What is this? Four years later he beat Richard Jacoby. That's pretty cool. To make it back. I wanna cheer for him, but Justin Taff I think is Going to win this fight. It seems like these uh, Oceania fighters, they obviously don't have many opportunities to fight in their home country because there's just not a lot of market there. And when I mean by markets, like they have that big stadium, that soccer stadium and rugby stadium. So UFC is not just going to come out there and rent out that stadium for a middle of the road fight night type of thing so they have to always come to here so it looks like these two might be fighting to stay in the UFC um Austin Lane maybe not as much because his first fight was a no contest and Tafa's coming off of two wins but both of them looks like Tafa took two years off in between his two wins but he had two losses and a win in 2021, and then another one in 2023, and then no contest. So, yeah, I think both of them are fighting for a contract as well. Austin Lane, obviously, I haven't watched much of his um, fights. Uh, he was on the underground a lot of these, except for versus Greg Hardy and Contender series, it's hilarious that they had a defensive end, two defensive ends fight each other in the, <laughs> in the UFC. That would never really happen in real life, right? Um, so yeah, we're going to go with Justin Taff on this one um, over Austin Lane. Now this fight, I'm really curious to see because I don't know who Menel Cape is. Um let me look up Felipe Dos Santos. Let me pull up his stuff real quick. Felipe Dos Santos. Okay, Manel Cape, 1993. Same age as my sister. Started fighting in 2012. Well, looks like he is 
in Thailand. So Thailand top team, aka oh, aka top team. Nice. Okay, let's see. So it looks like he's fought a lot of good or a lot of fights so far. Twenty-four matches, eighteen wins. Um whoa. There is okay, I gotta look up Felipe De Santos and Sherdog. Sorry folks. Thought it would pop up easier than that. There it is. Okay. So some recognizable names. Ian McCall, Kyoji Horiguchi, Yasuka Nakamura. Those are pretty good names to have. My now capes. He's been in the UFC. One, two, three, four, five fights. First two. Lost Alexandra Pantoja. No shame there. He's the current um, flyweight champion. Matthias Nicolau. I don't know who that is, but he lost to him. Split decision, so it was close. But he's he's rattled off three wins here. Has he fought anybody else of note? I'm going to have to look this guy up because he looks like he's going to be pretty good. He fought with Ryzen before he got to the UFC. Um, he lost in the final round of the Flyweight Grand Prix. And then lost to Kai Asakura. Um, and Uka Sasaki, I don't know who these people are. Obviously, um, Ryzen is Japan, so some of these names are crazy. Well, at least to me. Um, and let's look up Felipe Dos Santos. Uh, he's undefeated right now. Wow, 7-0. One no contest. wonder what the no contest was. A- accidental groin kick. Okay. That's always terrible to hear. <laughs> But this is his first fight in the UFC. So, not much to say about this. I have to go with Menel Cape due to him being a veteran of the UFC. Five fights, obviously two losses, but one was to the eventual champion. And it was a decision. So, I know he's tough and he can ride it out. Uh, Felipe Dos Santos, no fights in the UFC yet. But TKO, KO, sub, sub, sub. Last two fights were a decision, but he started his career out with four finishes. So I'm going to go with Manel Cape just by virtue of he's had more fights in the UFC. Um, Not too sophisticated in my my, uh, research here because all these guys, like I said, in the Oceania area, the Australia, New Zealand... Uh, so sometimes it's hard to uh, determine who's actually good or not because not all these people have tape. You can't just get on YouTube. You should be able to, but you can't just get on YouTube and readily find all these dudes because they're not popular. They're all underground. So if you're not in the know or if you're not on the internet long enough, then you re- just truly won't know um, half of these fighters because everyone, there's so many leagues now that uh, you can't really keep up with it, especially these uh, underground leagues. 
Well, not the underground, but these lesser leagues that are not the UFC. Even Bellator and Ryzen and, and one championship were hard to follow, let alone just the UFC alone. There's so many fighters. Okay, so now we're on to Tai Tuivasa versus Alexander Volkov. Now, Alexander Volkov, I've seen him fight in real life. He is a tough dude. Um, Derek, it took Derek Lewis the entire fight <laughs> to knock him out, but we all know Derek Lewis got the got the power on him. Let's see. So since the Derek Lewis fight, he's beaten Greg Hardy, lost to Curtis Blades, Walt Harris win, Alistair win, lost to Cyril Gaon, beat Marcin Tybura, lost to Tom Aspinall, beat Jorginho, and beat Alexander Romanov. It's pretty good. And Taito Vasa is on a two-loss streak. Obviously, we saw him get kind of messed around with in Cyril uh, Gaon, who just recently won. And Sergei Pavlovich, we all know, he got the power of the gods. He got he knocked him out. Let's see. Actually, let me look at Cyril. So, yeah. Pavlovich lost to Alice. Alistair Overeem in 2018 in China, and that's his only loss on his record. But I, I couldn't tell you if Alistair was on drugs or not, you know, because we, we all know Uparim. Um But he beat Curtis Blaze, Tai Tuvasa, Derek Lewis, Shamil Abdurakhimov, Maurice Green, Marcelo Gom. Yeah, so he's on a pretty good streak, 15-1. and one. So... Volkov being on a two win, Tai Tuvasa being on a two loss, but the two losses to serious people. Um, Sergei Spigovic, Blagoy Ivanov, Junior Dos Santos. It depends on which tie makes it to the ring. Because last few fights, up until Cyril and Sergei, he had been pretty serious and he'd been putting a beatdown on everybody. He's hasn't gone to a decision since Black Oi, which is UFC 238 back in 2019. So he's been either taking it to the punch or or getting beat beforehand, right? And neither, you don't want the latter, but um, he's bringing the fight. He's not going to sit around and wait. Let's see, KO, Derek Lewis, KO, Augusto Sakai, KO, Greg Hardy, TKO, Harry Hunsucker, KO, Stefan Struve, and he got KO'd by Sergey and Cyril. So if he's, his psyche isn't shaken just by the fact that he's younger than Alexander Volkov, um, Volkov being 34 and Ty being 30, just has less miles and in a punching match, that bodes well for the person with less miles. You can just take more. And since they're heavyweights, they shouldn't be cutting that much weight. I think Volkov might have to cut a little bit sometimes. Well, I think they both do. They're both really close to the limit. They're both big guys. But Volkov being six seven, that doesn't help. Um... So I'm going to have to go a Volkov on this one. 
he's taller. He can he can punch from the outside. Now, if Ty gets on the inside, who knows? Ty got some power on him, boy, and he will knock you out with the quickness. Um, if you don't, if you're not careful. So this one, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Alexander Volkov, just by the fact that he is the taller man. That doesn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but just by strategy alone. And judging by how they both fight, I would say um, Volkov has a better shot of winning the fight. Alright, then we move on to the main event, which is Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland. I do not know what's going on with my internet. It's going real slow. Okay, here we go. Israel Adesanya. So y'all know Izzy calls out anybody. Will run it back if he needs to. 24-2 and in the UFC. Only losing to Alex Pereira and Jan Blahovich, which are two now current uh, light heavyweights. Recently beat Alex in a rematch pretty easily. Um... And Sean Strickland, which he lost Jared Cannonier, lost Alex Pereira, got flatlined by Pereira, went to a decision with Cannonier. I don't think it was a toss-up, but it wasn't clear-cut as he thinks. Split decision. But he is a unique fighter. He is a stand-up fighter. He fights on the outside. Um... Don't think he's better than Israel Adesanya. There's not much to talk about here. Um, because I think Israel Adesanya is going to win this one. I I don't think Sean has the wrestling to take Israel Adesanya down and take advantage of his jiu-jitsu. Um, to be honest, there's a puncher's chance at any time. We've seen Israel get hit. We've seen him. I've can't remember. I don't think Sean Strickland is really a calf kicker, but we've seen that affect Izzy with his slightly wider stance. So outside of luck, and this is not going to be a very, again, not much research going into this one because it seems pretty clear cut because he got blasted by Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya made Jerry Cannonier look a little bit foolish. Um, and no disrespect to Jerry Cannonier, great fighter, but when there's levels, there's levels. And if you weren't prepared at the time, that's a thing. And you could watch the tape and get better for the next run. But I'm going to have to go with Israel on this one by the fact of his track record. You know, 24 and 2, he's had hundreds of fights professionally. Um, and I don't even know his amateur record, but he's been 75 wins as a kickboxer, 24 wins as a mixed martial artist, and how many boxing. He has five wins as a boxer. He's done it all, seen it all. Um, if he ever did a jiu-jitsu tournament, I bet you he could probably win if he tried to study it. And, and focus on it, so I have to go with Israel Adesanya with that one. Sorry, Sean Strickland, I do 
hope he puts up a good fight. Um, I just don't see it happening. So tomorrow at 9 p.m. So I am at Central Time. So I I guess they're fighting for the American crowd here. Um, It should be a good card. I think everybody but one person made weight. Somebody on the early prelims didn't make weight. So this is a stacked card. Everybody's fighting except for Kaikar France. He um, got injured and he's out, but... We got Tyson Pedro, Justin Taffa, Manel Cape, Alexander Volkov, Israel Asanya is my picks, and hope to see you there. Uh, I got a flag football game tonight. I'm actually should be getting prepared for it right now, but I'm not. I'm recording this. Uh, had a good 5K last night. It was hot. Boy, it was a 105 when we were running. I'll talk more about it on the YouTube video that I record. With that being said, I'm out. Peace.